Hello, good night, good evening, good morning, beautiful souls all around the world and the globe. What's popping, what's good in your hood, Nassalamu alaikum, halafia, you know, everything. Hola, como estas? It is I, Yayi Joyce, your favorite, your favorite coming in for the hood and holy broadcast today each and every single wednesday i broadcast a podcast just random topics of spirituality things that people questions that people ask me and it just gives me a way to just answer the questions in my own light i guess a lot of times not i guess a lot of times people feel because if you are a spiritualist you are a priestess you are a minister that you have this perfection state and hood and holy is really just for me to just be me sometimes I may cuss because I cuss and we have to let go of this perfection that we are seeking in in, in in human beings you know a lot of times we seek this perfection in spiritual people like oh they they but we're all human beings and we have to detach ourselves we have to detach ourselves from perfectionism and today on the broadcast we want to talk about some universal truths and People ask, you know, what is spirituality about? Okay. And what is a spiritualist and, 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 and this, and how does that, you know, how does that work? And how does that work with, you know, Jesus? And, you know, cause there are still a lot of, brown people and I'm speaking from the brown people's perspective because I'm brown there still are a lot of brown people that have the consciousness of well Jesus is coming back to save me and the question that we're going to go over is you know, is, is, where does Jesus, you know, where does Jesus, you know, fit in? And, um, you know, where does, where does Jesus, where does, uh, where does Jesus fit in? You know, and what we like to say is, you know, to this to this person, they keep it all the way a hundred, is that Jesus isn't coming back to save you. You gotta save yourself. It's like this: if you was in a burning building and you had the ability to get up and walk out the door, would you would you just sit there and say, "God send Jesus"? No, you would use. Your consciousness, you know, and you would get up and you would walk out the door, right? In the spiritualist point of view, 
the teachings of Jesus and the way which he practiced is a realm of consciousness to show you that God is in you. Right? Jesus came to show that we have this same principles and qualities that is within us. Okay? And when Jesus said, believe me, a man cannot even see the kingdom of God without being born again. And a lot of times people feel and the born again means that you, you know, people say, well, I've been saved. And OK, so and then I want to ask you, how many times you going to be saved? Because y'all say you was already saved by by the blood. OK, and then you say you waiting for Jesus to come save you again. So how many times are you going to be saved? And so in the spiritual sense, it is. That when Jesus was talking about being saved, he was talking about a rebirth into your higher consciousness. A rebirth into your higher consciousness. So put it in the, the simple terms is, you know how you break up with a dude and you like... I'm about to get my whole life together. I'm about to get my whole life together. You know, I'm, you know, he don't know what he missing out on, you know, and you go to the gym, you work out, you, you know, you're rebirthing yourself, right? You, you're, you're rebirthing yourself because you know, your, your consciousness about who you are is changing and you know that you deserve better and you deserve to treat yourself better so that other people can treat you better. You're changing your consciousness about yourself. And so when Jesus was talking about, believe me, a man can't even see the kingdom of God without being born again, is that we have to rethink our consciousness. You know, um, Jesus always indicated that his messages, if you really listen to his messages, his messages was that they were an exoteric message, right? An exoteric message. So Jesus gave exoteric messages and esoteric messages, okay? And exoteric messages, that was for all the people. And the esoteric messages were reserved for his initiates, reserved for his disciples, reserved for his followers. And so this is why I, I also tell people, and this is how uh, African spirituality works. You know, you can't give all that you need to give to the masses, right? Because the masses, what happens is they fleet, you know, they're, they're not committed, but you give them something that one day, even if it's not you, that they can sit down and commit to somewhere and go someplace and initiate into the esoteric so that they can start looking at their self in the esoteric way. 
And the 100% hood way of that is you can't give all your money away. Right? If every if if you gave if you gave money to every single crackhead and every single person that asked you for money in New York, you know what I'm saying? By the time you get to the train, you ain't gonna have no you ain't gonna have no singles. You know what I'm saying? In certain parts. You'd be like, Can I get a dollar? Can I get a dollar? Can I get a dollar? No. No, 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 no. You give what you can to who you can and you help who you can. But certain things are saved for the committed. And me as a priestess, I do the same thing. For me as a priestess, I do the same thing. You know, I give messages through my podcast. I give messages, you know, on IGTV. I give messages on Facebook and stuff like that. But the, 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 the real meat of it, the real nitty gritty of it, the esoteric, I say for the initiates. I save for the people that are dedicated. I save for those. So a lot of times we are trying to interpret Jesus in a way from the exoteric for the for, for the ma- for the masses and many of us want the esoteric view. Right? So a spiritualist looks at the esoteric views of Jesus. We do not view Jesus as our personal savior per se. There's different ways spiritualists look at it. Uh, We look at Jesus as an ancestor because he was a man made flesh. And so he is an ancestor and all and ancestors need to be honored and revered for their work. He is an ancestor and also view Jesus as a master teacher, as here to teach and to guide and to and, and, and to show us as, you know, what a rabbi did. Right. A rabbi was here to guide and to show you. But the creator, God, God, the creator, I do not put Jesus and God, the creator, as as the same thing. The creator, God, is the creator, God. Right. And and then when they were by themselves, people say, how, you know, because he said that when they were by themselves, his close followers and the 12 asked about the parables and told him. Now, see this right here, that right there, I need to address. Then when they were by themselves, his close followers and the 12 asked him about the parables. Just and I tell people that because sometimes people feel that as though I have helped them or sometimes even some people that are close followers can be initiated in certain things, but they're not that 12, you know, they're not them 12 disciples. And that's the same thing. He had followers, people, close followers that, but 
he knew that they were not all the way there. Right? And so he couldn't make them part of his 12. Okay? So in the in the spiritual point of view, you're going to have people around you that are following you in life. And then you're going to have your close circle. It, it, and I tell people, you know, why you get upset when that person was outside the circle anyway? You put them inside your circle. Je Jesus gave a great example. And I said, we could see as a spiritualist, we look and seek the examples and apply them to our lives in a practical manner. In a practical manner. Too many times people take everything literally. And from a spiritualist point of view, we take things spiritually from biblical and spiritual texts and apply it in a practical manner to our lives today. Okay. And his close followers in the 12 asked about the parables and told him the secret of the kingdom God has been given to you. But those who do not know the secret, everything remains in the parable so that seeing they may see and not perceive and hearing they may hear and not understand. Less happily, they should turn again and it should be forgiven them. OK, let me say that again. The secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you. Each and every single one of us has the secret to the kingdom of God within us. Each and every single person. It's been given to you. But to those who do not know the secret. Everything remains in parables. This is why people get so stuck on the parable. Because they're not accessing the secret of God that's within them. You know, it's just like you, you tell somebody, they say, oh, get, can you pass me that right there? It's right there. And you be like, yo, it's right there, son. Yo, it's right there in front of you. I'm telling you to pass me the thing right there, right there, right there in front of you. You ever tell somebody to pass you something and it's right there in front of them. And they still looking all around and it's right there. And you like, yo, look, it's right over there. For real. You can't see that. It's right there in your face, you know. And so. A lot of times it remains a mystery because we're not seeking the things that's right in front of us. We're still looking and searching and we're not seeing the things that's in front of us and we're not seeing the things that are inside of us. Okay. And so, but to those who do not know the secret, everything remains in parables so that seeing they may see and not perceive and hearing they may hear and not understand. Lest happily they should turn again and it should be forgiven them. So he taught them his messages with many parables. And I like to use stories myself. So their minds could take it in. Because it's not me dictating to you. And see, a lot 
in spiritual sense, religion wants to dictate to you. Religion wants to tell you a lot of times this is the way it has to go and it has to go like this and this has to go like this. No, that's no. Jesus gave the story. He gave the parable so that their minds could take it in. So a spiritualist is about a spiritual point of view is about, hey, you got this story. You got this lesson. Your mind takes it in. Okay, your mind takes it in and your mind decides what it needs to decide for oneself. Right. And he did not speak to them at all without using parables. Although in private, he explained everything to his disciples. Now, what I took from that, and this again, practicality, applying it to your life, keeping it all the way hood, keeping it all the way holy. I don't got to speak to everybody the, in a way where I got to make them have a true understanding of who and what I am. Not everybody is going to need warrant an explanation about who and what you are in your life. Because when the young lady asked me the question, she asked the question of she is interested in African spirituality. She feels her ancestors calling her. But what about Jesus? You know, like, is she going to get in trouble with Jesus? And I'm like, OK, so first of all, let's be 100 percent with that. That is a, you know, European mindset of Jesus going to get you, you know, and that is a, a mindset of Jesus is going to get you that they passed on in slavery, you know, to get people to quote unquote, listen and to get people to be fearful that if they don't comply with the master, that Jesus was going to get them, you know? So we have to look at God's views and man's views, you know, and the man way of seeing it and teaching it is God is a punishing God and God is here to, 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 to get you if you don't listen. And God is here to, to, to do all of these horrible things to you. And I'm like, well, why would God want to do all these horrible things to me? And I was created in the image of God and God is a loving God. And God created me out of, you know, a consciousness of love. But now all of a sudden, because I'm not listening to what you want me to do with my life, then now God hates me. No, you're projecting your inner hate and your un and your uncomfortableness of me being different. You're projecting that onto God and you should not be doing that because that's not a nice thing to do. OK, so you're unsure of yourself. And so then you're projecting that on me. But say but instead of saying me. 
I'm uncomfortable with this. You're putting that on God. And so my answer to that is not everybody. You're not going to be able to speak to everybody without using parables. You know, the old saying, you got to feed some people with a long handle spoon because everybody's not going to understand and overstand. And although in private, he explained everything to his disciples. And so there are just going to be people that get the explanation. You know, the ones that really are close to you, the ones that really roll with you, the ones that want the esoteric view of your life. And there are people that just want the exoteric view of your life and you give that to them and we have to be comfortable with that but so many times we are not comfortable with that in our human experience because we're not comfortable with ourselves because we have this everybody got to like me and not everybody got to like you if everybody had to like one thing sweetheart there wouldn't be a million different restaurants you got burger king you got wendy's you got mcdonald's because everybody likes something different Right. And even those that you deem close to you may not like your spiritual practice your way. But we don't believe in the Jesus going to get you, you know, concept. We believe that Jesus is a master teacher that you are here to learn from and to grow from and that the Christ consciousness lives in each and every single one of us. And that we were all made in the image and that we all need to tap into our power that we have, that we have the power, we have the power, you know. And so we believe that's what Jesus came to teach, that he we have the power within us not to not to worship and and worship a man as God, but to use the teachings to enhance our life this time in earth school. Okay. And and Matthew 13 says the man who has ears to hear should use them. Right. And at this, the disciples approached him and asked, why do you talk to them in, 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 in parables? Because you have been given the chance to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, replied Jesus. But they have not. For when a man has something, more is given to him till he has plenty. But if he has nothing, even his nothing will be taken away from him. This is why I speak to them in these parables. Because they go through life with their eyes open, but see nothing. And with their ears open, but understand nothing of what they hear. Okay. And that's Philip's translation for people that like, I don't see that. Well, that's the Philip's translation. Okay. And so a lot of times we try when we have ascended in our spiritual path we try to explain things to people who eyes are open because they're human beings you see their eyes are open but they see nothing they don't see what you see so you can talk to you blue in the face they're not going to see what you see 
because it's not up to you to open their eyes to see the something that you see that there is more in the consciousness of God than what they say it is than just going to church on a Sunday, getting some few words to fill your soul. And then you're not living the expression in your everyday walk in existence. They see nothing. And so, but we have to approach those people the same way Jesus did. You speak to them in a way, in a parable which they can understand. You, you explain to them in a way that they can understand that Jesus is, is not my Lord and Savior, but Jesus is a master teacher, you know, to me. And the consciousness of God is in each and every single one of us. And I choose to live that. And you and you leave it and, and you leave it at and you leave it at that. And let them ponder over it. Too many times we try to explain things to people that their consciousness is just not there. Their consciousness is not there. Their consciousness cannot, their consciousness can't grab it. And then we get frustrated. And then we sit in here trying to argue our point of view to somebody. That's like trying to argue with a drunk person. Have you ever tried to argue? You ever be, be at a party? I, I kid you not. You know what it remind me of? You ever run into one of them old, one of them old Jamaican players? You know what I'm saying? At the club back in the day, you just run into one of them old Jamaican players, right? He looking like, you know, Shabarank's twin, and you try to explain to him, like, you know, he got to move up with the times, and he's stuck, and you know. He's still trying to tingling-a-ling and, 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 and make some young girl his dumpling and he needs to be over there with his geritol and you trying to explain to him, look, sir, 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 but he drunk and he's stuck in his ways and you can't, and you know, it's like that. It's like trying to explain something to that kind of person. Like, you, what you getting through? In his eyes, he looked in that mirror and he like, I am a sexy chocolate. Right. He think he's sexy chocolate. You can't tell him that he old, drunk and dried up and he just needs to go on home. His mind is made up. That's like trying to talk to that person. And you got to view some people like that. They're they're drunk with this world. Their mind is made up. And until they have their own personal experience with God that you can't force on that person. You can't force that on that person. So they have that own awakening, that own consciousness. You're not going to be able to explain certain things to them. They're just not going to perceive it. And, you know, it says in First uh, Corinthians uh, 2, 6 and 15, but we speak the wisdom of God in the mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. OK, and so we interpret what is spiritual and spiritual language. The unspiritual man rejects these truths of the spirit of God to him is just sheer folly. Right. Because people don't want to hear the truth 
for them. A lot of times people don't want to hear the truth, period. So they say, oh, that's just that, that, you know, that's just, that's, that's, that, that's just, that, that's, that's nonsense. Why is it nonsense? Because it's easier to sit in church every single Sunday and just, and just listen, get up and go. Where in the esoteric view is that, yeah, you can sit in church and go to service on Sunday, but you sit in service each and every single day with yourself. Because the church is not the building in which you go to. The church is you. And so how much are you being the church? So the esoteric way of looking at it is a lot more work. And for some of y'all that's listening and you know how y'all be trying to duck and dodge your own doggone jobs. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times people are trying to duck and dodge their own spiritual self. They try to duck and dodge their own spiritual self. And so they're not going to understand. And so and the reason is that they must be read with the spiritual eye. The spiritual man, again, can read the meaning of everything, and yet no one can read what he is. No one can read what he is, you know, and as I close, you know, this broadcast with this, not everybody is going to be able to read what you are. And why do you need everybody to know what you are? Because there's sometimes people, they say, well, you're a, a, a priestess. Yes. You're an interfaith minister too. Yes. You, you practice hoodoo. Yes. You, well, so what are you? Okay. You're not going to be able to read what and who I am. You're, just, you're not going to be able to do it, sweetheart. You're just not going to be able to do it. Okay. And why are you trying to read what I am? Why are you trying to group me in this in, 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 in this box? So in our hindsight, no, Jesus is not going to get you. In our hindsight, and from, from my view, I speak from my view of myself, Communicate to those divine mysteries that you are experiencing and taking your consciousness in a different level than the way you grew up. Express those divine mysteries to those that share that same light, to those that are able to receive them. Remember that Jesus did not disclose to the many what did not belong to the many. But to the few to whom he knew that they belonged, who were capable of receiving and being molded according to them. But secret things are entrusted to speech, not to writing, as in the case with God. And this is why I tell people. And, and that is a, another thing 
in African spirituality. You know, people are like, oh, is there a book? Is there a book? Is there a book? And I'm like, um, yeah, there's lots of great books out there. But guess what? None of those books have the real secrets. None of them. Because those things are entrusted when you are around and sitting amongst the amongst the energy you have to be around the energy you have to be amongst the energy that's what people i said you you can if you if you want to learn who do really you need i tell people you have to apprentice with me you have to be here what learning through a book is not learning you're just reading something the secrets are not coming off that paper because it's energy and the energy is here in my laboratory. And so we close that not everybody is going to be able to understand. Because even after Jesus, Jesus' death, those who understood the genuine teachings of Jesus recognized him as one of the long line of you know a long line of teachers right who initiated certain disciples into a mystical rebirth of the soul into a higher consciousness and go through your rebirth go through the rebirth of your soul into your higher consciousness and know that it's okay that everybody's not going to get you and it's okay that you're not going to be able to explain every single detail about your soul realm into higher consciousness to people. You're not going to be able to, I, there's no way all the different types of initiations that I've been through. Certain people will just not be able to, 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 to grasp it because of who and what they are they just they're just not going to be able to grasp the different types of initiations that i've been through right and so he saved that for his chosen disciples into a mystical rebirth of the soul into a higher consciousness and know that everybody is not going to be able to get your higher consciousness or where you're going and that's okay and nor is God here to punish you for you to grow into a higher consciousness and soul. Nor is Jesus here to save you. But the consciousness of Jesus is here to teach you to have a better life and a better expression in earth school. So I pray that that answered your question. And that I kept it all the way simple, all the way hood, all the way holy. Remember, if you have any questions that you would like to be answered on the Hood and Holy podcast, remember you can reach out to me at hoodohealing at hotmail.com. That's H-O-O-D-O-O. Healing, H-E-A-L-I-N-G at hotmail.com. Remember to share out this and broadcast and also you know write me if you have any questions or you want to see some upcoming episodes remember for all of your hoodoo appointments it's 
whodohealing.com. That's whodohealing.com. And remember, keep it all the way hood. Keep it all the way holy. Thank you for listening.